Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is August 27th, 2023, and this is kind of how my last week went. So as far as time, I there was a lot of back and forth with the attorney that, I, that I, I'm working with for in, ter- in terms of the divorce. <clears throat> I met with the attorney on Monday. And after that, it was um, kind of getting a couple of pieces of initial paperwork signed and and getting the petition in law and getting it ready to be filed. Yes, well, on Friday, I took a day off, so I'm calling it Luis's day off. And it's a little bit very Ferris Bueller day off type of thing because I, I spend it mostly in town and just trying to do different things that I don't do. No parade, no singing in the parade or stealing my best friend's uh, dad's sports car or anything like that. But <clears throat> it was actually a pretty fun uh, event. So I, I, I went to the Perro, um, yeah, Perro Natural uh, Museum of Natural Nature. Oh, is it natural? Or Nature and Sciences. Um and then I spend the day most in the what they call the deep not deep elm the Oak Cliff area, and went to Wild Texas, which is a bookstore, and mostly spending walking around. It really, things that I, as of now, of the people that I'm surrounded with, I will be the only one to enjoy it. It is something that definitely my uh, my wife would not enjoy. And so I'm trying to do more things like that that I enjoy just because I do. And I don't have to explain it to somebody else or convince somebody else to go with me or justify it to somebody. It's just I feel like being boring and sitting in a bar at a... Well, this bookstore has a bar. That's the whole thing. 
is a bookstore and a bar in the same place. It's a small place. It's in downtown Dallas, so there's not much room. So it's a fairly small place. And it just felt like it was weird. I felt uncomfortable. I got rejected. Well, maybe. Well, not maybe. I did get rejected because uh, I was trying to be friends with the some of the other people on the bar top. And, um, but, you know, that's that's what I need to do. That's part of the reason why I, I'm doing it is because I need to get, well, I'm calling reps, right? Something new or different or innovative is just reps. I need to start doing, now that I'm, tr- I'm not trying to catch up for the time, quote unquote, loss, because I, there were some, there's things that I learned in the last years, in the years that I was married, that I have been married since I'm still married. But now um, it's a different thing. It's a different stage. And I'm trying not to, not to focus on what I didn't experience when I was in my twenties, or and I didn't get to do in my twenties because I chose not to do it, and it wasn't because I was with a girlfriend. Or anything. I was just at that moment, self-esteem wise, group wise, I was just not there. And I did have some fun. I just didn't have as much as somebody else would have. So typical college experience, and I don't know if that was ever for me, and it's not for me right now. But um, maybe just being out and about and being social is what I'm trying to do to a certain degree. And then after that, I just had dinner and um, on Friday I had dinner and I came back uh, home a little late because I went to this other area that is closer to where I'm at, kind of halfway through. It's the suburbs, but there's a lot going on, so a little more of a light life. But there's just restaurants around and I just had dinner. On my own, no issues there. And then I went dessert and had dessert at this place called Jenny's, which is Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. And there's one close to where I went to dinner. And I've heard that the ice cream pretty good. It was very good. Um, <clears throat> and that was it. That was that was the end of the, the, the time. But um, again, these are the things that I'm trying to get myself to experience in a way to... Prove myself that I can. Um, not that I am trying to go do it by myself all the time, but I. It's one of those things: the chicken out of the egg. Is like either I wait for somebody to be there to experience these things with me, or do I start doing them, and I will find my somebody to enjoy them with. And I'm going with the latter, not with the former. My intentions were in the former before it was. And I don't have anywhere to go with, so I can't go out. But now is okay. I'm I'm just gonna try to go out at least in places that is not that I'm not that uncomfortable because I don't have anybody else with me. At least I'll set myself up a little bit for success by going to places that you know, like in the middle of the afternoon, having drinks after work is totally acceptable for you to be on your own. Maybe in a nightclub, um, you know, in a park. There's some places that is it's kind of not socially acceptable. It might be seen as too much of an like too odd, but um, so I'm trying to at least do things like walking around. It's not an issue. Shopping is something you can do on your own. Having dinner on your own, it around where I'm at, it's not that odd because there's a lot of people that are here in business. So you know, whenever you're here for in business, you might be having dinner on your own because in your hotel you don't have a kitchen. So it might not be seen. It's, it's not seen as as diff, as odd and as weird on a Friday night. Yes, I might be in it, but that's also a little bit of a test. I feel uncomfortable. I feel about it, and I don't feel uncomfortable. 
I've never been that uncomfortable about eating on my own. But the thing is, like, I also need to, I'm trying to be aware or self-aware of how I'm being perceived. Am I being perceived as somebody that wants to always be left alone or someone that just happened to be alone at that time? And because I, I want to remain approachable and as much I, as, as much as possible. Um, and that can easily go into being a, maybe a little too much. Um, so I'm trying to turn balance those out. <laughs> um, went to yoga, got a couple of walks in. I dealt with my mom. She was having printer issues when I ended up fixing those today. Sunday when I went to see her again. I took care of some home to-dos, a little bit of meal prep. I went to a dental visit on Monday. And then also my mom's visit last Sunday. As far as the attention goes, I'm still going through Outlive, the book by Peter Atia. I'm a little bit light on the podcast, but I did listen to Cal Newport and uh, The Minimalist. And then the No Stupid Questions podcast. On YouTube, I've I changed it so I don't have it on my phone still. I'm trying to only watch it on the on my TV in the living room. And that way it's all making it more of an effort. I was like, okay, this is YouTube time. And that's it. And it's a little bit, and the TV is less. I'm, uh, it's, it's harder to you, for you to doom scroll because that TV app is not very good when it comes to re- uh, recommendations. Sometimes it is, but it's not as easy. It's, it's difficult to navigate, right? You cannot scroll like you were calling your phone. So there's a little, uh, there's some friction there. And that has worked for me right now. And then just so that I, I just watch a couple of things and that's it. Mostly my subscriptions. And um, and I did watch a couple of SNL clips that came into my, my, my view. As far as my body goes, so on Monday, which is my day off, I started the day by going to yoga at 8. Wow. That was um that was kind of a lot. I don't know if I'm a morning yoga kind of person. At least all levels flow morning yoga. Maybe a, a kind of an easier <laughs> type of flow. Maybe I could do in the mornings, but that was a lot. Um, the instructor, which I like, but she is she's a little bit hardcore. I saw that it's, it's hardcore because. There's a lot more core work in our classes, and they're a little more active. Um, and that this has always been her style, but she's not commonly she teaches whenever I'm. I usually don't tend to go to the studio, which is early in the mornings and then Sunday afternoons, which has, has never worked for me. But usually is whenever I go there in the mornings when I'm off, uh, and that's whenever I see her. But anyway, it was a lot. There was a different crowd. The crowd was. You know, people that would normally be off at eight. There was a lot of more kind of like 50s, 60s um, housewives at that time. Most of them appeared to be housewives because they were talking about kids and grandkids and and kind of like the house and the husband and working. And, you know, so they had that. That was more of the group that was there. And I was the only guy there at the moment, which I've been in other classes when I'm the only guy. So it doesn't bother me. But it was just a different crowd. Like whenever I walked into the room, there was like a chat. They were just talking and it was, yeah. And it was like, they were smart and like laughing. And I was like, okay, this is different. 
But then the class really just started a little bit hard on me. But anywho, that's um, that's just how it goes, right? It's just one of those things. It's just not going to be um, <clears throat> a lesson learned. Like my arm was uh, hurting a little bit, not too much today, but it was hurting. My right arm uh, has been sore for the last couple of days. But today my abdomen was uh, kind of a little bit sore, I guess, from Friday Especially because after after class, I came back home, but that's whenever I went out. So I, I walked a lot that day. And I guess yesterday, I I just didn't rest enough because I... Did I go on a walk um, yesterday? I did go on a walk in the morning. So maybe that was... My body hadn't kind of warmed completely and settled in. But today, I was feeling a little bit like... I got towards the end of yesterday, I was feeling a little bit of discomfort around my abdomen, but it's it slowly went went away. At the beginning, I thought it was that I ate something bad, and my stomach was just kind <clears> of <throat> having a bad time. But um, and now it just really is gone, it's gone away. So I think it was just that it's still a little sore. I did miss one yoga class last week, but I did walk the rest of the week. And then on Friday, my move ring got to 1300 which my goal is 650 right now. But that's so that was like, it was double. It was, you know, it was definitely double the amount of, um, so that's the reason why I was feeling today, yesterday and today. And then really, after I had drinks on Friday, I had two drinks, somewhere between four and five. And then that night, because I went to bed late after I, so I went to bed around midnight and I'm alcohol is really not something that helps my sleep, which is I know. But and every once in a while, it's not that bad. It's something that I need to always kind of keep in mind and that just because now, you know, potentially could be single by this time. Well, definitely by this time the next year, I believe. Um, but that my new stage is looking to me is looking like it would be me being single. That is not that I need to start drinking heavily. Or partying because that it's it. I'm giving away, I'm giving up on a on a principle in my life, which is I wanted to have pretty good sleep because it does help me, especially in the mornings. It's just kind of one of those things. That if I cultivate it, it's just easier to for it to keep to be better for me. And then. You know, the one thing is that I can work with my body the way the way I have and continue to improve it or sustain it. Because whenever I'm older, I might be wishing that I would had the mobility and the stamina or whatever that I have right now in my forties, right? And that's that's something I need to keep in mind because I as I notice whenever I'm going out, you know, some places you you have an older crowd, crowd that are I say older but more on my age group, somewhere between their mid-30s to late to mid-40s. Um, and, but those, you know, they usually tend to be poor, just maybe going to a, maybe a place that is a little bit higher end than what I would do. And then you have the other group that are in their 20s and, you know, it just, it's different, right? Some of the stuff is still the same, some of the stuff hasn't changed the dynamics, and you know people just don't go out until after ten, um, after eleven, some places. So that's whenever you actually go out. You pregame later, and some of the things that I, I learn later. But um, but you know I don't have a 
you know, I'm not in, in t- tip-top shape. I still have plenty of room to grow. I can put more effort into that if I wanted to, but that's going to come to the sacrifice of something else. And the, the things that I'm going to be sacrificing right now are I'm still holding those as a, as a priority. So I, I'm prioritizing other things than to, you know, develop six-pack abs or just, you know, have a, a better defined chest or have better arms and, and things like that because I still require effort. Not so much on the eating because I have a fairly good eating regimen. I can be stricter, right? Um, I, I don't mind being strict, like having more of a stricter diet. I think I can work with that and I might do better with that because it reminds me whenever I was losing weight. But it's the working out. It's not going to be a 30-minute workout. It's going to be an hour or two hours of workout. And then that doesn't include going to the gym, right? It doesn't go in like me traveling to whatever gym. So it, it could be easily, it could easily be three hours when it's all said and done in the afternoons. And then it's going to be six times a week because that's what it would take for somebody at my age, right? To catch up or something like that for, for any, for me to show, show some of the results, right? And I'll rather have to work with a trainer. You know, there's a couple of things that I'm maybe overcomplicating. But um, if I want to see the results that would keep me motivated to keep investing, then that's what it's going to take. Because it's not be me feeling to work out, me going to the gym for an hour a day, expecting that I'm going to be showing up like a built, right? It's, it's going to take longer than that. But at that moment, it's like, what am I getting? Am I just getting because I'm feeling strength, which I would appreciate. But at the same time, you know, there's there's a little bit of a balance. Am I trying to get strength? Am I trying to get this? I'm trying to, okay, I would like a, to improve my upper body strength. I think it would do great for my yoga practice. And I think it, I would just feel like whenever I look at myself in, in the mirror without my shirt on, there would be something of a, a boost to my self-esteem when it comes to to the way I will look potentially naked to somebody. Um, and that's something that I'm trying to still keep in mind. Again, not it. it's about to motivate because this is not that I'm that now is downhill from here, right? It doesn't have to be downhill from here. It just, it might just be another hill. So it might just be like, you know, I need to get coasting and go up another hill sometime, but it, it's definitely not downhill from here. Down hill from hill from here wow that is wow as far as my mind goes aside from all that that just happened um you know that day um on friday it was just to get away from my norm just seeing other people mostly just the person the possibilities not something that i'm I'm not trying to imitate all the time but that i'm glad that exists like the lifestyle that i will live if i move to like Oak Cliff here in Dallas. It's different than what I have right now. I live in a pretty much in a abandoned <laughs> place as far as uh, noise goes compared to living down in the Bishop Arch District Oak Cliff area. There's just a lot going on, right? There's more, there's busier streets, there's more people that are, you know, Late 20s, mid 30s, a lot of professionals, but there's just more in the nightlife being social. So it's different than what I have right now. And that might is a different lifestyle, but that's not something that I'm trying to immediately imitate because it 
gonna it's going to involve me spending more money which i don't want to spend more money on things that um that are going to take me away from other principles i'd rather sustain the lifestyle that i have and every once in a while yeah i know that i can go out there maybe stay in a hotel it's definitely doable and spend you know two hundred dollars on a weekend and that is hotel a nice meal out and drinks and do that every you know every couple of times a year and it will be cheaper to do that than me moving down there and really not enjoying it as much because it's going to become the norm it's going to be that is going to become my normal right and then i'm going to be wishing to come up here because that one this to become my normal so i just rather let this be the normal where it kind of it just has a, a my rhythm of life goes with it right now and then the out normal to be something like that. And because it's just for me right now, that's what, that's why I'm not trying to move down there. I mean, I will move close to that area. If I, if I work down there it then and I have to go into the office, I will consider it. Have, I would definitely consider to move close to that area because then the sa- saving on commuting and time then that's that's gonna be heavier. That's gonna have something of value or heft. Right now, with my current setup, I don't have to go into the office. My office is not downtown. It's it's in the suburbs, so it's closer for me to be here, cheaper on the lot in the house that I have than if I decide to go down that way and have more of that around me. It's just not gonna be suitable. Um. But just really, just it was good to start random conversations with people and just kind of dealing with some of the rejection, as I mentioned earlier, feeling a little bit out of place. Um, but this is all good reps. This is things that are going to be better for me in the future. There was a little less chatter on the, my mind this week. Um, which, and I don't know, maybe it's because I was looking forward to Friday or I had some other things that have fallen in place. And then... The one thing is like, you know, two years is a long time to wait um, for this particular case for my wife to have her space. But I also needed to have that time to for me to grieve the relationship and to kind of catch up with myself in a way instead of being distracted by somebody somebody else's problems or issues or things that were on top of their, like whatever was their priority. Because for the longest time, it was like I was dealing with somebody else's priority and I was allowing it to be that way, even though it, sometimes it felt like it was my priority, but it really, I never felt like it was. And and this is where I had to like really just kind of give myself time to understand what I wanted to do. And I don't know why now I just feel like I need to do all these things. Maybe it's because, again, because I turned 40, so there's a little bit of that turning into a, a new decade kind of thing. I'm sure there's something to that and because I've heard it from different people in the field, like psychologists. I think it was Katie Millman. She had a book that I hadn't read, but I heard people talk about it. But something, there was something in there about turning, you know, the making it every one turn your birthday, right? And the decade, right? Your 30s, your 40s. And it is usually a time for a new stage. And... And I think that has to do something with it. Also, it's been two years and since the last time that I, I, I've I seen my wife. The last time that I, well, actually, it's been longer than that. The last time that I've been with somebody intimately. So 
and that's something that I'm not proud of. But it's not like like I'm decaying or anything. I mean, definitely it's something that is the top of mind because as a human being, it's just kind of things that, you know, you think you can survive without it. Some people maybe. But I realized, as I said, no, at some point, I'm just going to turn into a crazy person if I don't do anything about it. Like, I'm just, I I'm just need to be honest with myself. That, you know, at the beginning, yeah, I can, you know, I can, I can take care of business, quote unquote. But at some point, I'm just going to turn into a crazy person. Like, I'm not going to be a nice person to be around. Like, I will for sure turn into that guy if I don't do anything about it. And that also has been in there. And the fact that, you know, I, as I've learned that it's not, that I'm not that bad, not that bad, that it's not, that I don't have a, you know, a dead end job, that, that I sound like I'm completely broke, that I'm not a mess, like I don't smell, like I know I right now I have a beard, which is a little bit kind of weird looking, but I just like that it gives me a little bit of, I don't know, I, I like the way I look with the beard. Maybe it might not be different in a couple months, but right now I do. And, you know, I can talk smartly. I, be, I have some manners. Sometimes I say silly things, but that's just me. Uh, you know, have a ride. It's not that bad. I'm not that bad. Um, and, and just like little by little, finally, I guess I'm starting to believe it. Instead of just telling myself that in the mirror and nobody believed me. And I don't, I'm not the one that believes in myself. And and so that's definitely gotten to, to that to that point. Um so yeah. As far as the spirit goes, it isn't it isn't that realm of I don't have the words to explain it. And that's kind of why I put some of the spiritual things. Um that's community side, so it was the visit with my mom last week. And then just really <laughs> that day on Friday, I was just connecting with people, with the bartender. Um, who was a bartender? So she's definitely, you know, somebody that's usually, t- they tend to be either completely, um, like, antisocial or very, very social. Like, there's no halfway point usually with bartenders. They're usually, like, very social. They talk to anybody. They always got a story. They check in on you and this and that. Or they're very antisocial. They're, I'm just here to serve your drinks. That's it. And you better tip well. And so this and uh, bartender, D, since I got there whenever it was still the the internet, the Wi-Fi crowd was there there. I, there was only a few people on the bar. There was uh, two uh, two ladies that were there. There were two um, yeah two customers that happened to be. There was two. Uh, there was a guy by himself. There was a couple, and then two friends. What two friends together? I'm trying to say. I think ladies is not longer allowed. I heard it somewhere. Well, not allowed, but somebody frowned upon by some circles. So I'm trying not to say the word ladies. But, you know, I think it's one of those things. It depends who you talk to. But there was there was a couple of friends. There was some friends together. There was a uh, gentleman by himself. And it was me in the bar. The gentleman by himself, he had his headphones on. And he had, like, a notebook and calculator. And it's like, okay. And he was doing the crossword puzzle. So definitely he wasn't somebody that was trying to talk to anybody. I thought that would be nice. But then actually... What I think it was his um, fiance, girlfriend, wife, came in afterwards. 
also to join for drinks. She was a little bit better, but not like 100%. But anyways, but D, the bartender, was there, and she was talking to me, and uh, we were talking right back. And I was trying to make conversation, too, because she was, like, the only person in the bar was facing her. And um, so at least that's that That was nice. And then I went to another bookstore after I shopped around and, and just looked in some, some of the shops that I had going around. But this place called Who's, uh, Who's Books, which is a, a small independent bookstore. This one doesn't have a bar. But the owner was there by himself. And he was chatty. He was asking, well, what kind of books do you read? Blah, blah, blah. And we got to talking and ended up buying two books from him. Plus the one that I bought, bought at the Wild Detectives, which got me a free drink. So I'm not complaining about that. But um, the the whose books, I just really enjoyed it. And it was nice talking to him. And I I don't know, it's just something that I haven't done before. To really, I'm trying to do it more and more. And it just feels good. And then the last community thing is what I'm calling just Rosella. Um, as I'm walking back from whose books, I'm stopping in some places. So I see a boutique that had clothing and has some accessories and things like that but also had like a male side to the store and i was like well i just look around here it was still fairly not it was still not dark and i still had plenty of time to to be around to hang around so i was like i'll just go in here and she's on her phone she sees me oh how are you doing it's like oh hi i'm doing good how about you and she basically right after that she just kind of like oh and she she had a story to tell me and I was there for 30 minutes, I think, close to 30 minutes, and just talking to her. She was going through a divorce, and a friend apparently had just turned on her, and we were kind of having a conversation about that. And, of course, I share with her that I'm going, I just started the paperwork for a divorce, and so we definitely had some stories to tell about that. And she was, you know, she wanted to guess my, get my take on a couple of things. One thing that we kind of align is, we were both the kind of person that, because she's from, um, she was born in Italy. She moved to the States with her husband because of the military. She's been in the States for a couple of decades. Um, at least she started with 20, she was 22 whenever she moved. And I would say that she has been at least 20 years in the States. Um, you know, and that's, uh, so she has some story about being a foreigner and I showed up from Puerto Rico. So immediately just kind of like there's a couple of things that align when it comes to just being somebody from another place. And it's about whenever that you say a sorry a lot or you apologize, you explain yourself a lot. And some of this recently had just dawned on me is that I do it because sometimes it is a self-esteem issue, a self-esteem thing. I feel like to apologize to people because I don't feel like, but it's it's a way for me to, to, it's a way for me to feel like I'm not up to part, like I don't belong. It's like I'm pushing myself in that in that in that place. And and I realized actually today when I was listening to No Stupid Questions, one of the a little section or a clip of it, they were talking like, for some people, whenever you're you you're not a you're a little bit above too grateful like you go from like think or think 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 things like something that it just immediately comes across that you're somebody with self low self-esteem you don't see yourself as being 
of feeling worthy of being there, worthy, or they feel like you belong, and and that's not a really it doesn't give it justice to how how much it it hit me at that moment, but it all it tied in together because sometimes I just open apologize or I say, but it's because I'm overcompensating for being darker skinned, taller, and now have a beard that might come across as a little bit too standoffish and something that it's like I'm trying to overcompensate. I was like and it just and I think that just makes it worse. And that's what dawned on me is like that that I'm actually making it worse. By trying by thinking that I'm trying to by trying that I'm by thinking that I'm making it better. That I'm making people uncomfortable because I'm trying so hard to make them comfortable. This is the stuff that I need to practice now. That I need to get as much reps as I can. Because if I was to decide to hit the apps and start dating, um, which I hope to do at some point. This is the stuff that I, I want to at least overcome so that I'm just I'm just dealing with just dating because I never officially dated. I spent most of my college years focusing on college and had a group of friends. Most of them turned there were girls. So I lived with them, so it was a little bit of weird kind of setup. I was in the friend zone, like heavy, heavy under the friend zone. And when I went to um, this internship, that's where I met my wife. And, you know, we flirted and stuff like that. But at that moment, I was trying to go for a friend. And because I thought that she kind of liked me. And, I mean, she had a reputation. So I was like, well, and I was still a virgin. So I was like, okay, well, this might be it. And, and of course, I, it's something I was drinking more heavily. It's it just one of those things. I feel a little bit terrible saying something like that. Someone that was nice to me, but, um, you know, we all have our past. But, you know, I clicked with my wife and she became my first for a lot of things. And so I never really dated. And this is something that has come up a couple of times in conversations with my wife, how I, she did it, she dated, and I never did. And But I just never feel like I was missing anything because it never was like... A, priority like but now i see as i'm going back out <laughs> how much i am like completely unaware of how things work and um it's a little daunting but that's why i'm trying to at least do things that i like instead of just doing things just for the sake of getting dates or getting to go out with people or meeting somebody instead of just like well, you know, I always wanted to go to a bookstore, and I I like books. I like reading. That's why I spend most of my time. So why don't I just, you know, go to things, events in bookstores? And that's that sounds it was like okay, that's not that bad. At least if I bump into anybody there, at least I know they enjoy books, and we can talk about books. And if they turn out to be somebody that I see them again, then so be it. But it's not like I'm trying to go out there to date anybody. But I'm also thinking about going to a salsa night in this club, which that was actually it would have been last night at eleven, and that is a totally different thing. Like I can dance, I just need to improve my salsa dancing skills a little bit, like to make them a little more polished. Because what I have is what I was born with in a way, 
and what I've seen, what I picked with, picked up with. But um, but I really would like to see if that is something I'm into, kind of experiencing more in the nightlife. But we'll see. But anyways, Rosella, I ended up talking to her for thirty minutes, and um, but anyways, it was just kind of an interesting conversation there. And as far as the money, the financial side, it was just the expenses from the day off because I went to the museum and then I paid for parking and then the drinks and the couple books and I had dinner out and uh, that was about it. And the tolls, but you know, that's not that terrible. I did have to pay the legal fees, the retainer fees for the attorney uh, this past week, which was, I was something that I didn't plan for, but something that I, I can definitely, um, pay for especially as as of now it doesn't seem like it's going to be all gone since it's just the retainer seems more like a down not down payment but um it's like you're funding an account for them it's like you're funding it's like you're giving them funds it's an escrow account um in the mortgage you fund it and then they start charging out of it and then you have to replenish it whenever it goes down but According to the attorney, is like if this goes as what I'm expecting and what I'm seeing, we shouldn't have to go too high on that. And that all depends how quickly we get to an agreement, Sarah and I, um, and how much back and forth we have to do. And if the courts have to be involved, then that's going to change the whole thing. But hopefully, that's not something that we want to do. It doesn't seem like that's something that she wants to do, and it's something that I don't want to do. I I rather them, I rather I'd rather lose more than what I'm comfortable with. Maybe you know, really putting cutting deep, than to go into the courts. Because um, I at this moment I'm just. I can safely say that I'm ready. I should have been ready, but I don't want to shoot it over myself. But now I feel like I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready that I can say that. I'm no longer in the same in the place where where I'm not sure if I'm ready like oh we can make things work it's like no I'm now ready to say that no we cannot make anything work anymore any hope that I had to make it work slowly was shaved off and it was kind of rubbed off and it was just kind of deteriorated little by little and that's where i'm at now it's like there's nothing left there's no hope no need to hope it's just a reality that we are not going to get back together at all that it, it, it might have been clear for her from the beginning because she was the one that you know the moved out but for me, it never was because I always wanted, I always thought it was me. There's something that I didn't do. Like if I, you know, continue to stay pretty, stay fit and stay in the same household and not make it a big deal about throwing her stuff and still take care of her bills, I was still trying to control her and control how I want her to treat me. And it just kind of doesn't work like that because she is taking my money because she, I'm still paying for some of her bills and you know she's going through some issues financially but that is things that she wants to deal with that is the, what she wanted to do she wanted to just 
get those scars on her own and in a way save me from it and also keep me from taking the credit because that's what it came down to it's like she didn't want me to get involved to protect myself but also she wanted to take all the credit that she got herself out of things so she's in in a place that I cannot say that I can um sympathize because i i don't i haven't been in that place but i can empathize and i can understand where she's at and as far as other money things just groceries and i bought a pair of walking shorts i thought i was supposed to be done with shopping but i bought some shorts at uh hugberry i think i talked about it last week but um just i wanted to replace these pair of shorts that are a little too tight on my <clears throat> on my midsection so um because the weight that I've gained, it definitely has gone on my thigh. So I needed a little more room there. And, and these shorts were a good deal. They were cheap and I was getting like a 10% off or something like that. That was it. That was, uh, oh, it was pretty lengthy today. But um, I'm kind of on a tangent. I don't know why. Um, it was probably because of Friday. And I haven't had any drink or anything like that. But <laughs> it feels like I should have had something to drink because I'm like talking way too much. But... Um, Friday was good. I'm not gonna be doing that for the next couple of weeks because my coworker is going on a trip on this weekend, the following weekend. So he's gonna be out. So it's gonna be a little more difficult for me to kind of figure out a Friday off because he's gonna be 12 hours away. So I need to kind of have that in mind, which is something that I don't think he understands. But I'm trying to be also not um to be not attached to it. I, and so I took that to always be in work mode. And so we shall see how that goes. But it was, it was good. I hope to repeat it. I, I'm glad that it was an option. Um, you know, it's just still a time for me to still learn that I'm alive, to know that I, that I'm still worth, you know, when I get, I wrote it not in this book, but I wrote it in the other one that I'm, that I'm worthy, worthy of love. Um, and that I'm worthy of compassion, and that's that just that I'm that I'm worthy of my own worthy of my own compassion.